Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilbur. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited today to be with you. I've got a guest with me. His name is Omar Kasem. Omar is actually the first person to be on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. He was number one. So I definitely encourage you to check out that episode of IamNorthwestArkansas.com forward slash one. But Omar and I are not only good friends, he also has an amazing restaurant called Conquesos here down on the south side of town in Fayetteville. He has Juice Palm off of Dixon in Fayetteville, as well as another Juice Palm located across from the Momentary by the A Street Market there in Bentonville. This dude does not let any grass grow under his feet. He's constantly in motion. He's constantly thinking about new things. And oh, by the way, he's also a visiting professor at the Sam Walt College School of Business. So Omar is just here, there, and everywhere. 
But he and I were talking not too long ago, and he told me about this great program that he had developed. It's a platform called Cider. It's actually an app. It's called uh, Cider, S-I-D-E-R dot A-P-P. And we'll link to that in the show notes. But I said, you know what, Omar, you need to come back on. You need to be one of the first guests that we've had on the show twice. And I asked him to come back on. I asked him to tell us all about Cider, because I think there's some people in this audience that definitely could benefit from it. So without further ado, Omar Kasem, I'd love for you, first of all, how are you doing? I'm just living the dream. Okay, good, good. I'd love for you just to tell our audience, for those that didn't have the benefit of the first episode, just tell them who Omar Kasem is. Yeah, for sure. So I'm 26 years old, Tulsa native, came here for the business college, Sam and Walton College of Business, and really didn't know anything about Arkansas. I just knew that I wanted to come here to learn about business. And once I got here, I just felt this euphoric feeling that I really belonged here and I, that I wanted to make a difference in this, this community. And over the years, you know, I've been here since 2012. I feel like I've grown up with Northwest Arkansas. I've seen things, you know, just get bigger and better, see people make a difference in this community, see what used to be open areas of land, you know, turn into high rise multi unit complexes. And it's an amazing thing to see, but I've been thankful enough to be a part of that change. I have Conquesos, a fast casual taco restaurant here in Fayetteville, as well as Juice Palm and Plomo Quesadillas able to interact with the youth around the area by speaking to numerous schools as well as my adjunct professorship at the University of Arkansas. And, and I truly am in the dream right now, so I'm happy to be here. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I guess the, the real question would be, dude, you already have a million things on your plate. But you decided to put one more thing on your plate, and that's the Cider app that you came up with, which I think is a brilliant idea. I remember when you first told me about it, I was like, oh my God, that's genius because it kind of mixes a number of different applications that you see out there and hyper-focuses on, I think, an audience that sometimes is overlooked. And that's, you know, especially college folks that are in school, maybe looking for good internships, good programs and good places to work to kind of test the market out. So how did Cider App come about? You know, I think that the greatest ideas come from problems that you face yourself and that, that you go out and, and seek to solve. And so for myself, whenever I started Conquesos, I didn't have all the money in the world to be able to afford a marketing firm or graphic designers or, you know, just trained professionals. And I still wanted my restaurant to be something great and look very clean and executed well. I just didn't have the, the monetary funds to be able to pay the professionals to do that. Mm -hmm. But what I did have was connections to the university. Um, I graduated a year ahead of my time. And so all of my friends were rising juniors and seniors were studying all these different facets of arts that could help me with my business. And so after reaching out to some freelancers online, I really wasn't getting what I wanted in terms of like logo designs and whatnot. And so I just reached out to some friends and said, hey, would you be able to do this for me? The result was the logo that we still use today, Conquesos, uh, the turtle, we uh, actually had done by one of my friends, Jackson Bates, who is a graphic design major. The interior design was done completely by interior design students. And I learned very early on that students, when given the opportunity, could execute a lot of these tasks and do it for an affordable price. And so after that, I just began using students for everything in the business world, whether it be photography, graphic design, any sort of work that I could pass off to a student, I did. And as I've grown older, uh, I'm no longer the uh, recent grad. I'm now the alumni of the university. And <laughs> Old head, as yeah, I like right? to say, right? <laughs> yeah. And I found it more and more <laughs> difficult to be able to reach out to these students. You know, before I used to know somebody that knew somebody and, and that connection has begun to get more and more difficult. 
And all the while I saw all these different small business friends that would reach out to me to say, hey, do you know that could do this? Or that person that did that photo shoot for you, could they also do a photo shoot for me? And I learned that this connection was something that people could really get a lot of value of from, you know, regarding the students and the businesses. Um, students really love working with me because it gives them the opportunity to learn something that they can't learn in class. I mean, you can read textbooks all you want on how to sail, but until you actually go out into the water, you don't truly become a sailor. And so the same is true for all these different industries. And once I sat in, I'm part of the Dream Board. It's an advisory board of entrepreneurs for Dean Waller at the Business College. And I remember our first meeting, we actually were discussing this issue as far as students, you know, graduating from a four-year institution and not being prepared to do the tasks that they're wanting to be employed to do. As I started seeing this problem emerge from both the entrepreneurs and also the, the faculty, I realized that there needed to be a third-party private solution that helps students gain work experience, but allowed it to occur in their own schedule because the student has really, you know, they have classes from nine to two and then again from four to six. It's really hard to work a full-time job. And so give them flexibility, but still opportunities to gain valuable work experience and then for a small business, put themselves in a position to be successful by leveraging this talent that is really in a bubble and hasn't been tapped into before. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And as I'm sitting here listening to you talk about that, I'm glad you mentioned Dean Waller was another guest on the podcast. And I'd like to think we keep great company oh, yeah. on this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. but but he's he's, he's awesome an amazing guy. And you're absolutely right. I love just the title of that group, the Dream Board and the things that they come up with. But you're absolutely right because I use Fiverr, I use Upwork, I use all these services, and there's some pretty talented people that are on those platforms, yet I don't know any of them. And I think the thing that I like about Cider and what you are trying to do is that, especially in a localized environment, to create some type of familiarity with the people that you hire and that you have do work. And now, granted, as this starts to grow, I'm sure there'll be some disconnectedness with regard to, I might hire, might be in another state or someplace else, but just the simple fact that if you could tell me, hey, who are the best graphic designers locally that I could work with, young people that are still in school, because most of the students these days, they can walk and chew gum, so they can work on their work, and they can market themselves and put themselves out there to do work based on whatever skill set they have. So I think it's great. I mean, it's almost like a field of dreams mindset where like, if, if you build it, they'll come, right? Mm -hmm. But I know that there's a whole lot more to it than just that. Yeah, for sure. It's been interesting, you know, getting um, users on board. It's a two-sided market. And so it's one of those situations of what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Do you, you know, we try to get as many companies on there as possible? Um, or do we try to get as many students? It has to happen simultaneously. And we were developing some good traction. We had over 40 companies on the platform as well as over 250 students. Mm -hmm. uh, and then with COVID-19, everything went to a certain halt. And yeah. you know, I needed to get my life together because I'm involved in the restaurant world. So we were hit pretty hard. Tyler Tracy, my co-founder, is a student at the university and Tyler had to figure out, okay, what's next for me? So we took about two weeks off and we recollected and basically sat down and said, well, what's the future for Cider? And we realized that now more than ever is an opportunity for us to really make an impact on the local community and eventually the nation by addressing some major issues that are going on in the workplace right now. So for a small business owner, having to revolutionize and redesign their entire business model to be more digitally savvy and be conducted online is really difficult for someone that has never had any experience in graphic design and high resolution photography and web design or anything. 
anything like that. It's very expensive to have that done by a professional. On the other side, you know, as companies have trimmed their fat and have had to downsize and even close in, in most instances, especially for the restaurant world, these students that formerly had offers and opportunities are having all that taken away from them. So yeah. if you were working in San Francisco or in Chicago, forget about it. You know, you're not allowed to travel and some jobs can't be done over the internet. Companies maybe not be able to pay a student to do these internships. For the class of 2020, they're going into the worst labor market in recent U.S. history. Maybe, maybe has, ever. Yeah. Maybe exactly. ever. I mean, with you the know? number of people unemployed, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, they're comparing numbers to the Great Depression, right. which is crazy. You know, and so here's two parties. One, the small business owner that needs help, but can't afford it. And then here's a student that needs opportunities, but doesn't have any. And so we realized that now is a perfect opportunity to relaunch Cider. And so we've been working with all five major cities in the Northwest Arkansas area. Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Lowell, Greater Bentonville. And now we actually are meeting with Asylum Springs as well to do this omni-channel marketing initiative called Moving Together. We're basically going to offer students as a solution to all these small business problems. And so Cider, we're doing all the processing and transactions for free. So we're providing the technology free of charge for both parties. And we're just helping facilitate that conversation of Here's a student that has a talent. They know how to do web design. They know social media. They know how to do high resolution photos and connecting them with the business that really needs that just needs it done affordably. Yeah. So, and I love that. And we're going to have to talk offline because I need some help with a couple of things. Yeah, so, right. But just explain to the audience when you say omni-channel, what you mean by that, just so that yeah. the audience understands. Yeah, for sure. So it's just a collective effort from all parties, whether it's email, social media, doing webinars. We have a webinar with uh, the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce on Thursday. Yeah. To make- big shout out to Karen Wagaman yeah. from there and Ralph Man. and the rest of those guys. Yeah, she, she's a big Omar fan and a big Omar supporter. And <laughs> yes. I, I appreciate everything that she does. Sure. It's amazing. I always tell people there's no better place to start a business than in Northwest Arkansas for that reason or that there are so many different people that I've met over the years. Karen, I met, I'd probably say two years ago or so when we were considering opening a restaurant in downtown Rogers. And that's really you know, aside from high and by and whatnot, those were the really good conversations we had. And even still to this day, really supportive individual that wants to help me succeed in all of our endeavors and whatnot, and really wants to make a difference in Northwest Arkansas. And I think that's one of the coolest aspects about this community is that even though you may not talk or interact with someone on a daily basis, they still want to see you succeed. Yeah. And absolutely. Um, yeah, this omni-channel campaign has been really cool because it's happening. You know, it started off with just the university of let's just try to get students additional opportunities to be able to work. Mm-hmm. And then it started with one city and then another city and then some private companies that possibly going to be offering a donation for a matching program. So that way, if a job costs $200 to complete, they'll actually match the funds to compensate a business for up to 50% of the fund. I yeah, like the, that. Yeah, the cost of the project. So that way it makes it easier financially for a business to give a student an opportunity. And so it truly is a marketing campaign, an initiative that helps out all of Northwest Arkansas in some capacity. Yeah. Now, here's the big question, because I know somebody listening to this might be saying, you know, I'm a young person, but I'm not a student at the Mm -hmm. U of A. Could I still participate in this? Yeah, for sure. So right now we're offering cider to recent graduates as well as college students. And then on the other side, you don't have to necessarily be a business. We say companies, that's our main target market. 
but it is something that we're interested in as far as opening up the doors to to everyone else. We're starting off small I mean, just working within our niche mm-hmm. and then we want to see where this takes us. And so we're actually working on having a sign-up list just to see what that looks like as far as desire. And if we see that enough people are really interested in, in becoming a cider that aren't necessarily students or recent graduates, then we'd love to talk about opening the platform up to everyone. So if somebody wants to get on that list, how would they access that? Yeah. So we're actually going to create a wait list on cider.app as well as the iOS and Android app. Oh, yes. And speaking of which, you're on uh, the iTunes store as of now, right? Yeah. So we can get, I can download the app, which I'll do when this podcast is over. Yeah, give us five and, stars. Yeah, please. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Encouraging everybody to download this app, whether you download it through Google or download it through Apple, it definitely would be worth it just to have there because I think this is definitely going to have some legs or staying power, as we like to say in the business realm. So tell me, what needs have you identified or have become recurring that are like, these are the biggest things that we see people looking for from cider professionals? So as far as everything falls back to some sort of stream that goes back to social media. So whether it's social media campaigns, content creation, so blog posts, videography, photography, graphic design, it all leads back to social media. And so that's really the big thing that we're working on solving. And it's the thing that I think students have the best acumen in across the board. Most of our projects that we've seen have been in that realm. Okay. But what if I'm like, if I wanted to be a cider and I'm a musician and somebody wanted to hire me to create some jingles or things mm-hmm. of that nature, could, could I do that? Yeah, certainly. Okay. Yeah. we And that's one of the big uh, competitive advantages that we have versus online platforms like Fiverr or Upwork or whatnot is that this all happens locally. And so there are things like mural painting or music that can't necessarily be done in the digital world. I guess jingles you could in a way. But what we really have seen from the relationships that we've developed and uh, curated over Cider is that business is better done in person. And you see a reduction in the discovery process when you work with someone that's local that has interacted and engaged with your company, as opposed to someone in a different country like Bangladesh or Croatia that may have no affiliation to your company, let alone your culture. And so it's really cool to see these interactions unfold where a student actually gets to work with the business that they frequent on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And it cuts down that discovery process as far as like, what is your brand? Like, what's it about? How would you describe this? These are all text boxes that you typically have to fill out on these online freelancing platforms. But with Cider, you can actually meet face to face with someone or right now virtually and actually get to interact with someone that, again, is already a customer. And so for a company like Onyx Coffee Lab, for example, Mm -hmm. rather than them explaining to some freelancer from Australia, like, this is Onyx, this is why we're not just another coffee shop, they can actually work with a user, a student that goes to Onyx every other day that knows exactly what the ambiance is, what they go for. They know all about Andrea and John and you know, know the story. And so it's like the second that you hire them, boom, they can hit the ground running. Yeah. Not to drop names, but they've been on the podcast too. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I haven't, I haven't heard so, that. Yeah. Oh, John is great. I mean, he took me to coffee camp. And uh, it really exposed me to some things. I thought I knew about coffee. I didn't know crap about coffee until I sat down. It's a whole other. And then Andrea just won the uh, barista. I mean, I want to, I don't know if it's a a worldwide barista competition, but she's a bad, you know what? So yes, she's really good. She just recently, she had an article posted on her on Forbes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think that was around that. So yeah, this is just, there's some great people here in Northwest Arkansas that are really doing some things, present company included. I mean, you've done some amazing stuff, but I love what I'm hearing about this cider. And I know that people are going to have a ton of questions 
I know that there are businesses out there that are like, man, I've never heard of this before. I want to be a part of this. What's the simplest or easiest way for businesses to get involved with you now? Because you're kind of working at it from a very granular perspective where it's yeah. just like you're in the trenches just connecting the dots right now. So, I mean, I'm asking for myself. I'm asking for anybody else that might be listening. What's an easiest way for a business to get involved? The best way and the easiest way is just signing up at cider.app, cider.app, and, and just going through the onboarding process. We have a feedback button that you know people click all the time and are offering all these different solutions. Tyler and I have been meeting constantly with students as well as businesses to just hear how their relationship went, see like how the project was, if there's anything that they would like to see from the app and just getting feedback. I mean, one of the great things that I've learned over over the years with starting businesses is that, you know, whatever you create, your first edition of it is not going to be great. You know, it's going to be actually embarrassing. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, there are aspects of Cider that I'm embarrassed to be like, man, I can't believe we're putting this out. I mean, but you got to just start though. Yeah, but you've got to start. And if, you know, you don't, you can either wait a year or two years or three years to launch and and it still be terrible, or you can wait a day and and launch something terrible and and work at it and work at it and work at it and make all these edits and and eventually you become something great. But either way, it's like the first edition is not going to be that great. So might as well start today rather than tomorrow. And I think that that's something that we constantly have to tell ourselves, especially Tyler, my co-founder, who um, is still a student. He's a rising senior at the at the university. And is extremely talented, but is just now learning that that confidence in you know learning how to fail and and being okay with it, you know, because he wants everything to be perfect. And I remember whenever he launched the iOS app for Apple, he was like, "Okay, I launched it, you know, but it, I just want to give you the heads up, it's not very good." And I was like, "Hey, man, like you're an app developer now. Exactly. That's that's the way you yeah, got to look at yeah, it, you know. Yeah. You're officially an app developer." And he was really smiley about that. Uh, and I mean, like I said. He's extremely talented. So um, what he's done in this short amount of time, I mean, both to get an Android and iOS app out in the timeline that we needed it done, very, very impressed with him. So. That's awesome. Man, that's great. Yeah, I, I love to hear that. It sounds like, I mean, and I'm sure you've heard of the Kaizen approach mm-hmm. to things. The Japanese talk about this whole Kaizen methodology, which uh, Mr. Toyota kind of, I think he created it. I, I, don't, I always attribute it to him, but the idea that it's just you're consistently improving mm-hmm. like each day so you each day you build upon the next yeah so you, you so you get better and better and so over time you look at the cumulative effect of just little micro improvements become big things yeah and so that's kind of what you guys are doing so. yeah most definitely yeah and i mean it all comes down to what's our ultimate goal our ultimate goal is to put students and businesses in a position where they can be successful we want students to have opportunity to be able to work as they go through their years at the university and learn how to actually do things, not just learn, you know, the science of it. Yeah. And be able to make a little bit of sign money on the side, uh, you know, in the process. And then for a small business, we don't want a small business owner to always think that, you know, this is how their company has to be and they're never going to be able to afford this or that. You know, I think that every business owner has two lists. They have a to-do list and they have a wish list. Right. And on those lists are things that never get completed or done because they can't afford to or because they don't have time for it. And we want to cut down that. And, you know, both Tyler and I being students and, um, and a business owner, respectively, um, 
you know, we understand these problems firsthand. So it's not just something that we're like, we can make a quick buck off of. Let's, you know, let's try this out. This is problems that these are problems that we face every day. And, you know, I've been really fortunate enough. I've been using cider, you know, for some stuff with juice palm and conquesos and plomo. And I've been really impressed with the amount of work that I've been able to get. And also it's kind of cool to see, you know, a student that I don't even know that, you know, that I end up hiring. I'm like, man, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. And then I meet with them and I'm like, yeah, I, I started Cider. And they're like, really? Like, this is awesome. You know, so. Small world. Yeah, right. So, and I'm curious because I, I don't know if you, I don't think you mentioned this, but are you going to um, kind of help take those Cider do they have a name? What are you calling the, the? Yeah, so we call the students the ciders, and then we just call the businesses. Right now, we just call them users. Users. So users and ciders. So let's talk specifically about the ciders. Are you going to provide them with? I don't know, kind of like a business one-on-one boot camp to mm-hmm. help them, you know, make it through the process so that there are successful outcomes, right? Because I could, I could imagine that a company might say, "Yeah, I want to use cider," but you know, I don't think some of these young people get it, and they're not going to be, you know, they'll yeah. come in, but they won't deliver what I need and the whole nine yards. So how are you going to like cross that bridge? Yeah, most definitely. So one of the initial things that we're we're planning on doing as a part of this moving together campaign is we're working with Dean Waller's um, dream board to offer mentorship to all the students that are on the platform. And so, and also I give them access to the faculty that they already interact with on a daily basis. So providing the contact information of the faculty in their department. So that way, if they need help with whatever reason, they can reach out to the professors that that teach the classes that that they go to. In the future, we're planning on offering different workshops, blog posts, and things like that, basically to help be a learning area for both small business owners and students to where, you know, we can say, here's how you optimize your Google My Business page. You should have this type of photo, this type of photo this type of bio. And here are ciders that can do that for you. You know, we mm-hmm. have a bunch of ciders that are great writers. We have this cider that's offering portrait photography for $50 or, or, or what yeah, have you, yeah. you know, so that way businesses can see the route that they need to take and then also have the resources to accomplish it. So really, I could be a I could be a, a student here at the U of A and have a nice little side hustle. Oh, yeah. And we found that there are actually a lot of students that already do have a side hustle that have oh, yeah. been the early adopters on cider you know the the problem with them is that their scope as far as the area of their reach is limited to only students and yeah. so like with photographers for example most of the photographers we have on cider before they got on cider they were only doing portrait photography because yeah. that's really the only thing that they could do for you know graduation photos or you know, sorority photos or for like events here and there at the university. And since they've been on CIDR, they've been introduced, you know, to landscape photography, product photography, things that they may have not have ever done before, but they're competent enough to do. You know, I hired a a student, um, her name is Allie, uh, to do a product photo shoot because we needed photos of all of our like smoothies and whatnot Mm -hmm. for our Uber Eats and Grubhub platforms and whatnot. And so she had never done that before, but did an amazing job and, you know, it was pretty cost effective. So we were both really happy. And now she's able to say that that's something else that she offers. Yeah, I love that. You got to love stories like that. I mean, I think that the, the upside of, of what you guys are doing here is, is pretty tremendous. So big picture now, as we wind this up, 
I'm assuming you want to kind of replicate this on other campuses mm. around the country eventually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that the ultimate goal, whenever people say, how big do you want this to be? We want to be an Uber for freelancing, where if we were sitting here talking and we decided that we needed help with, you know, having a CAD rendering developed or something, yeah. we would be able to pull out our phones, get on Cider and look for, you know, an, a CAD architect or a CAD tech locally and ping three or four in the in the immediate area and then get connected with one within minutes. Right. And so that's the the long-term vision of where where we see this thing. It all starts with the University of Arkansas and then eventually we're in discussions with JBU as well as NWAC. Um so Northwest Arkansas, then maybe go down to Little Rock and Tulsa and Dallas and you know then the world. Keep going from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love it all that. starts with one. Yeah, no, that's it. And that's, and and I think you guys are doing it the right way because you're building a strong foundation with this program here mm-hmm. and you have all the experts around you. And so I think it's, it, it will, it will leave you no, leave you nowhere to go, but up. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. The, the best thing that we can do is, is try <laughs> see what happens and hope that people, you know, support it, try it out and, and hopefully get something out of it. I mean, that's the ultimate goal is we want to create value for both the student and the, the business. Okay. Well, man, Omar, thank you so much for taking a few yeah, minutes to sit with me. me. It's, yeah. it's, it's like I said, it's, it's been fun to watch your arc of accomplishment. And so I'm really thankful to be able to see that. And just to see this, this with Cider come about is even more exciting. If somebody listening to this says, man, I'd love to invest in that. Are you taking investors for Cider? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are raising a seed investment round. So. Okay. All right. Well, there yeah. you go. So those, for those of you that are, that are sharks out there and you want to get involved, you don't have to be Damon John or any of the other folks. You can come on and give Omar a call. If anybody wants to reach out to you, Omar, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah. Best way is probably email. It's just Omar at whateverrestaurant.com, Omar at juicepalm.com, Omar at concases.com. Okay. Do you <laughs> yeah. have a, do you have an email for Cider yet or? Yeah. Omar okay. at cider.app. Yeah. It all goes to the same place. It all goes to the same place. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Omar Kasem from Concasos, from Juice Palm, from Plomo, and now from? Cider. Yes. That's it. Thank you so much for coming Thank on you. the podcast. I appreciate it. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I really love trying to bridge the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life. And today, if, if ever there was an episode about entrepreneurship and business, it was today's episode. And, and so uh, I'd love for you to let me know what you thought about it. Please check out the podcast when you get a chance. Check us out online at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. And remember to check out our podcast wherever podcasts can be found, especially the Apple Podcast Store, or you can also go to Spotify or Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts, check us out. We love that. And by the way, we also have an Alexa skill. So just say, hey, Alexa, play the latest I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast, and they'll play it for you. So I bet you didn't know you had that option available to you. That's all I have for you this week. We'll be back with another episode bright and early next week. Thank you so much for all that you guys do and continue to increase and get better, 1% better each day. I'm Randy Wilburn, your host, and I'll see you soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.